0: Hello, and welcome to Simply Support podcast with your hosts, Mandy Spray and Dawn Malding, Having a different conversation about health and well-being from a mind-body perspective. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is Dawn and Mandy. And the topic, the thing we're going to talk about this morning is something that I think is dear to most people's hearts. And that's what we mean by well-being. So we're going to have a different conversation about that and start off handing over to Dawn.
1: Oh, good morning. Uh, this is uh, a word now that gets bandied around quite, quite openly and, and you see it, well-being, well-being. And um, what does that actually mean? What does that mean to us? Yeah. It's uh, because well-being, from the understanding that we've come to know, is, it, it never goes away well-being is always intact and a hundred percent well-being is always available to us but it's i know it really
0: feels like we can lose it doesn't it yes it, it feels like whatever we're feeling like we're losing our well-being and we forget that actually it's built in it, it, like you're saying it's there all the time mm. so what what would you say why do we think that why
1: do we think we're losing it what makes us think we're losing it i wonder i think because the way it's generally portrayed is that well-being is something that we have to attain it's something that we have to work towards something that we have, have we have to do certain things in order to get a level of well-being but yeah. actually well-being is 100% available at all times irrespective of circumstance I like that because I think it's a lot of the
0: things that we have that are built in, like resilience, well-being, um, contentment. They're all kind of built in, but we think we have to get them from something outside of ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's and it's our ex- it's what uh, it's our experience that varies, not not our well-being. Yeah, which um, sounds like it's being it sounds like a little bit evasive until you actually start to understand it because. It's not anything, um, for instance, if you, if you got a bill that you hadn't gotten quite enough money in the bank to pay for, you would, in, in the old way of looking at life, you would suddenly think that had an impact on your well-being. Yeah, definitely. But, <laughs> yeah, but what it actually is, is that your thoughts about that is creating a disturbance within your body that feels... We, we then choose to think that's good or bad. Some people would just put that letter behind the clock on the mantelpiece and then wait till they get paid and then pay it. Yeah. Other people would really worry about it, um, creating all sorts of internal turmoil for themselves. But it's not that letter that gives you the experience. It's what you think about that letter that gives you the experience yeah lovely and could could you say a bit more
0: about creating a disturbance because i know i think i know what you mean but i'd love you know people who are listening to this so the bill comes in you see it you know that you don't have enough money to cover it right now and then you were saying that creates a disturbance i don't know if you could explain that
1: well oh every single Atom in your body will be reacting. We see the letter with our eyes and we think, we think, we think with our mind, but actually there's so much going on then that it it creates a, an adrenaline response. I probably is the easiest way to describe it. Okay. Immediately your your heart starts to pump a little bit, the adrenals, it's it's that fear, it's the fight and flight response again. It's it's um it it makes you feel unsafe. Yeah. And so therefore the body responds to that. And if you continue to think about it in that way, then that response will carry on and carry on. So therefore the fallout from that will be felt on a physical level as well. Eventually may not be for a few hours later, but some people will get a a bit of an upset tummy or some people might get a headache or, but, but even with those physical symptoms, our well-being is still intact okay
0: okay so what what came to mind there for me was was a bit like i don't know the sea so actually what we're doing is the waves are becoming turbulent um and it's like our thoughts are becoming turbulent and that's there's that that's fine as long as we stay we kind of stay grounded i suppose we don't take it too seriously but if we become the waves if we see them as who we really are like i'm stressed i'm anxious I'm worried about the spill that means that all sorts of things I can't leave the house can't go to work panic sets in yeah and so that you were saying that that sort of turbulence just goes through every cell in the body
1: yes everything everything responds you can't I remember one of my teachers always said that if you jump on a cat's foot it's a that will bite you yeah <laughs> and I always re- think of that that's a really good one because if you stood on a cat's foot the whole body responds in and it's so visible yeah so you know whatever we do has it it the whole body engages
0: yeah brilliant and it does really look like the trigger is the bill it does that's absolutely what it looks like isn't it and some people would say well obviously it was because i was fine before i saw
1: it yes and then now
0: i feel really stressed
1: (laughs) say that again you're also fine even though you absolutely see, it's just uh, it, you know it's a, it's an experience that you're going through which will pass
0: yeah i'm also really interested in the fight or flight thing because when you think about it it just seems crazy we get a bit of paper through the door or online now um, we read it and before we know it it's like our body goes into a state as if we're needing to run away
1: yeah or That's hide or... And, and I think that's the that's the modern um, the modern experience. Say yeah. modern sounds a bit of a, a strange word to use, but it's it's the experience that people have maybe 10, 20, 30, even more times a day. Yeah. You know, years ago it would be the sabre toothed tiger once a month or once a fortnight that would be a problem, and everybody would have to get into that heightened state of anxiety. But you could be sitting at work realizing that you've missed a deadline or you've got your boss comes in with another piece of paper asking you to do another job that you really can't fit into your schedule. And that, that creates that stress. Yeah. I mean, and and it can be anything. I had a lady come in a few uh, last week. It was a typical example. Her, the stressful situation had passed, but she was telling me about it. She felt a, a slight, lump in coming out of one of her teeth there was no pain but she thought she ought to see someone so she went to a practice nurse whatever happened and somehow whatever the conversation was the practice nurse alluded to the fact that it could be a tumor and it could yeah. be cancer and she said her whole body responded to that news she said yeah. she can't explain that as if somebody sat on her chest there was hissing in her ears that every every atom of her body was tingling. So off she went to the dentist, because that's what she was advised to do. And the dentist, because there'd been a question that it could be a tumour, also carried on the the scenario and said, well, we need to get it checked. I'll get you an emergency appointment at, at the orthodontist at the hospital. Yeah. So for two weeks she was living this life, and in that time she had had a jaw in her mind. She'd had a jaw removed. She lost. He lost nearly a half a stone in a couple of three days because she was in such a state of panic. Yeah. As soon as she had her hospital appointment, he said, oh, no, no. He said, that's a gumboil.
0: <laughs> I know, it's classic. She I said, mean, I'm laughing. It, it must have been awful for her. I don't mean to
1: laugh. But, it's <laughs> but just... she was laughing then. And she I said bet she was. immediately, immediately, yeah. she said, yeah. I just, all of those things. She said, "And I couldn't even imagine feeling that bad. After I'd been told, oh, it's only a gumball, she said, I couldn't imagine yeah. feeling that bad. But when you look at that, nothing had changed except what she was thinking.
0: Yeah. So that's interesting because that's a classic example, isn't it? Of the body responding to a perceived threat. So the, the yeah. mind was saying, this is a terrifying situation. You need to kind of get ready to, to run or get ready to, to escape. So the body's in that preparation state for two weeks, adrenaline. So on a physical level, it's all those hormones, isn't it, that are yeah. flooding the body. Well, she's exhausted.
1: feel rubbish, yeah. She didn't sleep. She was running <clears throat> on adrenaline pretty much 24-7. Okay, yeah. Until, until you've got the news that, oh no, it's a gumboil. Yeah. So the term that I use
0: sometimes is talking about staying in my well-being. And what I mean by that is that when I get kind of bad news or something, something scary, if I can kind of stay pretty chilled, stay in my well-being, it won't have such a big effect on me. No. Now, I I don't always stay in my well-being, and that's just a metaphor, obviously. Um, But I suppose for people listening, how do you do that? How do we stay in our well-being? How do we not let those things affect us?
1: I think you can't. <laughs> That's the simple okay. answer. They will always, you know, you'll always be, respond in a, a fearful way to certain things, certain triggers. But when, when you understand this deeply, you know, you know that it won't last. Whatever the situation is, you know that it will not last. Yeah. We can't, any of us, go through life feeling happy, safe, euphoric, all the th- things that we consider to be good. We we are that roller coaster that goes up and down with yeah. it, but with the knowing that we're a hundred percent okay all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the diamond within us, isn't it? It's always there and can't be broken. Yeah, but lots even of if we're not feeling bad. it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not certainly, it. my experience sometimes it's as if I'm watching myself panic, or I'm watching myself feel uncomfortable. Um, and not to say that there's two of me, of course, but it just has that feeling of actually I am still in my well-being. I'll always be there. Yes. But I'm just at the moment having this temporary blip of yeah. anxiety, worry or whatever, which is completely natural because the, what seems like a good idea to us a lot of the time is to avoid the things that make us feel like that. So I know a lot of people avoid watching the news because it looks like the news makes us feel a certain way. Yeah. And I'm not saying people should watch the news by any means, but you can see how people's worlds could get smaller and smaller as they avoid the things that they think are creating them to be out of their well being. Yes. Whereas if we can be in our well being, then actually we realize that we can cope with all sorts of things. We can try new experiences. um, We can face things that we wouldn't have wanted to face before. We can receive the bill and have a different reaction and the reaction could be something like okay things aren't looking good financially at the moment I know that I'll be able to sort that yeah. without having to go into the oh god you know life's awful hmm. okay so what does
1: well-being feel like I suppose when we say what do we mean by well-being what does that feel like well well-being is a knowing that whatever emotion we we're we're experiencing is okay and yeah. um, and that to me was a tricky one to get hold of because why would I be okay with feeling scared or why yeah. would I be okay with feeling lost or, um, but I, I think what I've come to understand is that all of those feelings are relevant. We can't live our life without experience experiencing the, the, what we term to be good or bad. Mm. We have to have a, a measure of, of both.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask as well about, and I think this is a topic for maybe the next call, which is about how we can get used to feelings of panic. Or even some people I've heard describe low level anxiety. And they kind of get used to that and it becomes habitual, almost Mm -hmm. addictive. And so that's the kind of the world they're swimming in. And I've certainly been there. So I kind of know what that, I would call it low level anxiety for a number yeah. of years that was completely normal to me until I started experiencing my well-being, and my well-being felt um, I suppose, more spacious from that place, I feel more creative, um, easier to connect to people, because there's less going on in my mind <laughs> that's yeah. blocking me from having natural connections.
1: And and I think part of as as much of that is, is is understanding that a well-being isn't something that we have to strive for, it's something no. that we already have. I, I said it earlier, but it is when you start bandying the word well-being around as if you know, well-being course or a well-being <laughs> um program or rediscover your well-being, it's There's still nothing to do. I think it's really important to understand that it's there and it's always there. It's just helping you to see that it's always there, not helping you to achieve something that you've already got. And that's the most important thing for me. And I find it hard sometimes to put that into words for people, but you are always okay, even when you think you are not. Yeah.
0: And that's a big part of the message that we give out in our workshops and yeah. our kind of gatherings is is always pointing people to their innate well being, which is is there all the time. Yeah, and I think it's interesting. I was just as you were talking, I was thinking about the language that we use so often. We'll say, "Oh, I'm not feeling well," and that's absolutely true. We're not yeah. feeling well in the moment, but we we are well behind yes. all that, and the body's going to do all sorts of things that lead to us feeling out of sorts that's another one that's I think really w- well used and it makes a lot of sense I'm just feeling out of sorts yeah. kind of discombobulated mm. stirred up a bit
1: mm.
0: but knowing being able to say that without the fear of kind of losing it or being in that state permanently
1: yes can be so helpful because we're all we've all experienced bad news um tragedies in our life traumas we've all had losses um and when it when it first occurs it feels like you've just been swallowed up in it and it's that thing that's that's created this mess in your life yeah. but if if only every one of us could really understand that whatever the situation you're dealing with that you are okay. Underneath all of that, you are still the same person. My One of my favorite sayings is I'll have people come in with a diagnosis of some kind of illness. And my my biggest um, goal with that person is to help them to see they're not their diagnosis. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's huge for me. You know, that I, oh, I'm a diabetic or um, I've got MS And, and then they become that disease state because their whole life is then around that. But, you know, the biggest thing I say to people is, but before you, you're exactly the same person that you were before you knew that. So you're, you're, you have not changed. It's just, you have more information now about what's going on. Yeah.
0: I think this is so huge that well, I think this is a podcast on its own, maybe more than one as well as that you are not your diagnosis yeah. because it's so, I mean, we've both worked with people with, with chronic um, long-term and condition terminal. and terminal. Yeah. So uh, that being able to sit with people and from a place of absolute knowing saying you know you're, you're kind of not your diagnosis there's there's more to you than this <laughs> there's and actually hanging out with people in that space can be so i mean i think it's one of the the, the best things that we can do for people um, so that's kind of often what our workshops are around our coffee mornings um, yeah there's something I was, uh, sorry i'm pausing here but there's something about it gives people I think we can give people hope around that as well. Because we can so get stuck in that diagnosis.
1: And it's going back to the inside out. It's always inside out. Inside of us, we are always intact. Yeah. Our bodies might over the course of our lifetime start to deteriorate. That's 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 inevitable. But inside of us, we are always everything is always as it should be. Yeah. It's always intact. And And I think it's yeah go on sorry great and the well-being um again going back to the first question what do we understand by well-being i think it's really helping people to see that it's not anything that you have to strive for you have already got it mm. <laughs> that's my biggest absolutely um, and i think you said you know that can be confusing
0: because it looks like if i go and i don't know eat better um go for daily walks do yoga and all that sort of thing that will help me to get to my well-being and it's like all of those things are great and particularly from the physical body point of view they're great but actually when we know we're in our well-being anyway we have a different relationship with those things we're doing so we start doing them because it feels good or we're doing them because we're enjoying them
1: rather than striving to get somewhere because it will make sense it you know when you're in your well-being it doesn't make sense to do the things that would make you feel unwell.
0: Yeah.
1: And I've so seen that.
0: And that's, I think that's so interesting is, is when I, yeah, when I'm feeling okay, my choices, the choices that I might make, for instance, in a restaurant will be very different. Mm -hmm. Um, The choices, if I'm feeling a bit stressy, I'm likely to go downstairs and make a coffee. If I'm not feeling stressy, I'm likely to go down and have a drink of water. And it just comes seems to come from somewhere other than my thinking about it yeah. rather than, Oh, I shouldn't drink coffee. I do drink coffee sometimes, but rather than, oh, I shouldn't be drinking another coffee. It just, in that moment, it doesn't make sense to do that
1: kind of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we really truly realize that our well-being is always intact. It's always within us and it's nothing outside of us makes any difference. No it might may feel as if that cup of coffee has helped us to calm down, but actually it's we just think it does absolutely
0: yeah and also it ties in with kind of seeing people's behaviors if we If we know that somebody i don't know losing their rag with a shop assistant or something to be to do that, they must be feeling pretty uncomfortable for sure so they're not in their well-being in that they are in their well-being because it's always there but actually they've kind of believed something else and it's not to say the shop assistant might not have been rude or whatever (laughs) but actually to lose it and you see sometimes you see on youtube and these people acting very out of character
1: Mm. yeah you do
0: yeah so for that moment from a place of feeling unsettled and turbulent and uncomfortable we behave differently
1: yeah, and we think it's the outside world doing it to us yeah we lose the fact that it, that can't be the case
0: yeah now dawn <laughs> i know that we said that we were going to keep these podcasts to, f- i think 15 20 minutes which is what we're at so i think we're going to try and do that we could talk all day um but what we want to do is have these in kind of little bite sizes and the conversation will just keep rolling um so i think what we'll be doing at any time we talk we'll be pointing people back to their well-being because all all roads (laughs) lead there Um, but also i mean i've written down a couple of topics that i think will be interesting for future podcasts like you're not your diagnosis is going to be a really interesting one and i think if people have any particular topics that they'd like us to to kind of concentrate on just drop us an email at info at simply support.org is that right Yeah. And we'll try and cover it. So, I suppose it's a big thank you to Pete for yeah to everyone for listening. And have you got any final words for this one?
1: No, I think I think it is um, for people to realise that we are just having a conversation, and then hopefully this is what we've discovered over our the last few years that people once they insightfully see something, it becomes so much more meaningful to them. So we're not teaching. We're actually just discussing we're, we're playing around with it so that people can see things for themselves hopefully well definitely but it doesn't matter if you don't no that's enjoy that's the con- lovely
0: yeah enjoy the conversation and that's what this is about isn't it? it's having a different conversation and then um yeah if you enjoy it just keep listening okay thanks very much and I will sign off and we'll be back soon bye bye please visit us at www.simplysupport.com